2: Welcome to the Bass Kayak and Beer segment of the Paddle and Fin Network. It's your host Armando Solan and on this segment we kick back with a special guest to talk about life kayak fishing and the pursuit of big bass. So get your cold brews on and enjoy the show. You are listening to the Bass, Kayak, and Beers on the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. As always, this is your boy Armando, your host for the day. And uh, quick shout out to Douglas Outdoors, douglasoutdoors.com. Go check him out. Uh, huge sponsor for my podcast. Great rods, both spinning, bait casting, and also fly fishing rods, award-winning fly fishing rods. So go check him out, douglasoutdoors.com. So today we have your highness, <laughs> the queen, as we have baptized her on our paddle and fin, <laughs> Miss Susie Roloff. How are you, your highness?
1: I am doing fabulous.
2: <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. You got uh, I know you're busy. You got your new house. We're gonna talk a little bit about what's coming up with the with the she cave.
1: That's right.
2: <laughs> she fishing cave. Sorry, Adam, you got the closet.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> well, he he's getting his own book room and his own like custom made shelves, so you know he's pretty happy with that. But yeah, I I get my own she shit.
2: <laughs> Compromise. I love it.
1: <laughs> That's right.
2: <laughs> so Susie, how are you?
1: I am doing a lot better than what I was a couple of months ago. It uh, it was a little bit rough, um, you know, moving and everything. It was a little bit stressful and, you know, I had to go through all of that change and everything, but it was definitely Good and worth it in the long run. And then, um, you know, my current job right now is getting pretty stressful, and there are some uh, things happening with that that uh, were definitely having a big effect on me. And then, you know, kind of current state of affairs in the world, too, you know, aren't really the best either. But um, within the last two weeks, Things have finally calmed down. Um, you know, we're getting all settled in, in the house and everything, and um, I'm starting a new job on Monday. So, nice. yeah, things are things are going a lot a lot better. So, yeah, looking forward to, uh, you know, starting the new job. I'm still at the same um, hospital um i'm just transferring to a different department so it's a uh, a step up uh position wise and pay wise uh, so that's always a (laughs) double whammy and uh you know with you know the move and everything definitely going to have so many projects uh around the house to uh work on and complete uh throughout the winter so hopefully i can uh keep busy with all that and not have to deal with um Ah, uh, seasonal affectionate disorder, also known as sad. Uh, I usually get that pretty bad in the wintertime, but I'm um, like, oh, I got so many things I could do this winter. I'm like, hopefully I can keep busy and it won't even be an afterthought for me. So yeah, definitely looking forward to that. And then, uh, of course, you know, I'm got my own uh, garage. We have technically two. We have a detached one, and then there's one like attached at the side of the house. And so the detached one is going to be all mine. <laughs> nice. So, yeah, I'm uh, looking forward to uh, redoing that and um, setting it up the way that I want to.
2: Nice, nice. So, That's yeah, cool.
1: lots uh, lots of good things going on.
2: That's good. We looks like we're kind of turning the table on the or in twenty twenty, hopefully. Right. Uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see what twenty twenty one and whatever's left off of twenty twenty has in store for us. But definitely, um, you know, interesting times to say the least. But, <laughs> yes,
1: uh, definitely.
2: <laughs> congratulations on your new job. Congratulations Thank on you. your new house.
1: Thank you.
2: I also had to make some changes at work because uh, yeah. Uh, being uh, where I worked, like you said, current state of affairs um, is really—it's—it wasn't mentally healthy for me. So, yeah. thankfully, uh, some changes came up, which allows me more time to go go fishing. So, nice able to convince the wife on that. So, <laughs> she's a keeper. Can't complain. Shout out to Miss Sola. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't listen to my show. Anyways, so Susie, uh, for those that you don't know you, uh, I know you are more than just uh, one of our podcast hosts. You do a lot, a lot, uh, not just for the woman in fishing with your um, podcast outdoors outdoors woman. Mm-hmm. And uh, you also a tournament director. So let's give a brief intro for those that don't know the Queen. Tell us a little bit about yourself as far as, you know, what you do with um, kayak fishing related, you know.
1: Sure. Um, So I've been with the kayak fishing uh, industry since 2014. That's when I got my first Toby kayak from Quest Water Sports and uh, competed in my first kayak fishing tournament um, as well in 2014 when I bought the kayak. Uh, competed with great lakes kayak fishing series and after my first time with that uh, i was literally hooked and i reached out to the main tournament director and asked well you know what what uh does it take to run a tournament uh, how do these exactly work and uh, he basically said well how about uh, you just come on board with the staff and uh, we'll teach you how i'm like okay <laughs> so before i could even get a taste for kayak fishing and you know experience things on my own i just became a part of the staff and kind of learned both ends of everything uh right away so i was on staff with them uh for 2015 and then in 2016 um i was uh, with them again and that's when i also decided to join another club kayak bass league and i competed with them and at the end of that season they asked me to be on staff with them um so then i was on two different staffs at two different clubs uh for some time and then uh last year uh was my last year being with great lakes kayak fishing series and uh, then this year you know i'm still with a kayak bass league but um as you guys know with the new uh, paddle and Finn trail announcement, um, yeah, yeah, I know, right? I'm so excited for it. <laughs> um, that's uh, that's gonna be my baby. It's gonna be uh, my main jam. You know, I mean, we we got some awesome things planned. Um, we're gonna have to make some changes, which is fine. You know, I I expected uh, some dates to kind of conflict with uh, other. Uh, clubs and groups and stuff like that. And we're still waiting for, you know, the big uh, trail announcement to come from Hobie. So hopefully keeping our fingers crossed, uh, you know, we don't have any overlaps with that, but uh, hopefully we'll get, they'll get their schedule out soon so we can, you know, double make sure that we aren't uh, interfering with anything with them. But um, yeah, so that's kind of a little bit about me and my tournament directing in a bit of a nutshell. I've been heavily involved uh, behind the scenes, kind of ever since I got started, and uh, yeah, now uh, I get to do kind of my own thing and run a trail series. So I mean, yeah.
2: <laughs> Make sure Brian doesn't screw it up like that.
1: <laughs> right? I, I'm 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 only here to keep him in check, you know. <laughs> of course,
2: we love you, Brian. You're a hero, but. That's awesome. Um, what uh, what can people expect? I know we had the live show, and um, for for those that haven't listened to the live show that we did with the OG, the OG show with uh, Brian last week. Uh, what changes? I know there's a few things on the paddle and fin trail that um, kind of different from the other trails, and I love the fact that it's. I'm excited. About the, the last one, I'll let you fill a, uh, fill us in on that one. But the last one, like the last the uh, the ten that qualify for the championship, super excited about that. That's that's gonna be groundbreaking, in my opinion. Um, and there's also a bunch of stuff that I know it's gonna be different. Um, and it's really uh, tournament by anglers for anglers, and mm-hmm. that's what I love about it. No no disrespect to all the main any trail out there, but this one. Really is angler oriented, Um, so tell us a little bit about that. What can we expect from the paddle and fin trail?
1: So our kind of big and main focus with this is uh, again, you know, all about the anglers. So kind of given a brief summary of the the trail itself. Um, we start off in April, um, the 9th and 10th. We have the open on Dale Hollow and then for 11, we're going to have what's called the clash of the clubs. Um, so if you guys aren't familiar with what that might be, um, here in, um, kind of the central U S we just had, uh, the crossroads, uh, kayak bass classic and we had, um, the top five anglers from 10 different teams come and compete against one another. So it was kind of more of a team aspect instead of a individual. We still paid out like the top three individuals um, and also big bass as well, but we really focused on the team aspect of everything. And I mean, it, it's always, uh, a great turnout. That was our second year doing that. Um, and of course, you know, I was TD for, uh, both last year and this year, um, loved every minute of it, even with, you know, all the crazy stuff that happens in the back end, you know, if there's anglers that got issues or anything like that, um, you know, right there, the deal with them and everything, but, um, but yeah, so that's kind of, uh, the class of the clash of the clubs in a little bit of a nutshell, uh, so if you're in a, a club anywhere, anywhere in the U S, um, and you made like top three in angler AOI, or if you're going to have roll downs, uh, we're going to take the top three from uh, each club. We're aiming to get 50 different clubs, um, cause payouts will be awesome if we can get that. So I think we've got about 20 clubs right now, um, who are, uh, all for it and everything so yeah we're definitely looking forward to that and then our trail will kick off uh april 24th uh that will be on the tippecanoe river in indiana but i think that's actually one of the dates that's conflicting right now so i think we have to revisit that one Um, so again you know a lot of these most of these dates are set in stone but there might be some changes coming up here in the next month or so once we get all the other uh club and trail dates And then in uh, May, we're going to be on the Coldwater Chain in Coldwater, Michigan. In June, we're going to be up in Madison, Wisconsin on the Madison Chain. July 31st, we're going to be on the Fox River in Illinois. In August, we're going to be on Lake Erie and the Maumee River in Ohio. And then at the end of the season, in September 10th, we're going to have our Invitational Up on the famous lacrosse Wisconsin and then the 11th and 12th is when we're gonna have our championship uh, also in lacrosse as well so we got a lot of different things uh, going on a lot of different ways uh, people can get involved a lot of different uh, ways people can compete No membership is required at all. You can just literally show up and fish. Um, So, you know, we definitely wanted to have, you know, that opportunity where people didn't have to pay all these extra membership fees, because again, you know, a lot of anglers out there, you know, are there's a lot of road warriors out there. There's a lot of people out there who make sacrifices every day when it comes to spending money. And, you know, having that one less thing to spend money on, you know, is always super helpful. Um, so, and biggest part about everything is, you know, the focus on the anglers. So, you know, we are going to highlight the, the top placing anglers, but we also want to highlight everybody else. You know, because there's a lot of times you go to an event, you hear about you know the top five, top ten. You hear how things change throughout the day, and then you don't really hear anything else. Anything else about all the rest of the anglers? You know, like what what are their struggles? What are their triumphs? You know, who who's been the underdog? Who's um, you know going to be the most improved angler? Who's gonna you know. Uh, come to an event and maybe be the underdog and sweep everybody at the championship. You know, we're we're going to be looking at, you know, all these different people who are coming from wherever to come be a part of this, and we're also going to be focusing on, you know, the community around a lot of these events, and not necessarily just those communities, but like other. Um, Uh, like shops and businesses that support kayak fishing in general, you know, not necessarily the big box stores, but, you know, in uh, Madison, Wisconsin, you know, there's mom and pop uh, tackle shops there. You know, we want to make sure that, hey, you know, you guys, you're coming in from, you know, Ohio, or wherever you're going to be driving in from, you're probably going to want to find some place to find some good tackle And what better place to do it than, you know, these local communities and help support uh, these businesses, especially, you know, during this time of year. I mean, COVID has definitely affected a lot of, you know, these small businesses and everything. And a lot of places are, you know, struggling to uh, recover from it or function from it. So, you know, what better way to help support your local business, your small business, um, your businesses that have been around for years as well. So definitely looking forward to, you know, working with, uh, you know, these different businesses and agencies. And uh, even, you know, the local media, uh, like for the Fox River, you know, we're uh, talking to some people, um, I believe it's called the Friends of the Fox River. They're an organization that do, uh, lots of things just for the Fox River itself. So, you know, the sustainability of it, the environmental uh, aspect of it, you know, what, um, what's happening on the river. Um, so lots of different aspects to everything that a lot of people sometimes forget, um, you know, when it comes to kayak fishing, because we we love the the competitiveness of it. But, you know, at the same time, I feel like you know a lot of other things just kind of get forgotten about or kind of left in the dark sometimes you know and in the weeks before and after events you know we'll be talking to people from uh, some of the local places that might be uh, part of a sponsor for us or um, talking to anglers who um, might have had a experience at the tournament you know maybe they uh, woke up late, you know, or maybe they uh, had something break on them on the water and somebody helped them out and let them share that story, you know, so we're going to be focusing on, you know, just the anglers and community and everything else in between. So I'm really looking forward to uh, seeing how this is all going to go and work out.
2: Oh, no, it's going to be awesome. I think it's <laughs> going to be epic. Um, and then it's, you know, it's like you said, it gets the opportunity for the anglers to be showcased, you know, mm-hmm. um, streamed on. And it's going to be hopefully, you know, um, it's going to be our first time. So it's, it's, it's going to be a matter of, you know, um, trial an error you know oh gonna, yes. <laughs> we are gonna make mistakes we are uh, when i say we paddle and fin uh we are gonna you know have to adjust and um make some changes and improve stuff um but the main thing it's gonna be angler oriented um it's gonna give a chance to those anglers to um showcase themselves um via live stream if you know some anglers and there's nothing wrong with that just want to go fishing and that's fine mm-hmm. love the competitive aspect of it. Very few, um, tournament anglers actually work the social media aspect of it. Um, because you really don't have time to (laughs) do both stuff, you know?
1: Exactly. Yeah. Because Um, yeah, you've got those people who are just go, 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 you know, and they're on the road. And then by the time they drive to their next place, they literally are falling in bed asleep and then getting up, you know, four hours later to go fishing for their next tournament. So it's just like finding that time and that balance, you know, to try to keep up with social media and to make grow, their presence grow. there. Yes, it's it can be very challenging. And it's just like, well, you know, let us help you showcase yourself. Yeah. You know, let us help you tell you your story, too.
2: Yeah. A couple of them uh, come to mind. like answer, Christine, you uh, Christian fisher Catherine fields also does both social media and um and the tournaments but it's definitely you know it's definitely something that's hard a lot of people think oh you're just fishing no, those especially when it's those content creators there's a lot of editing and a lot of stuff you know <laughs> that you have to go through um so it is great that we're gonna have that aspect of it um and help them out and then people that want to get sponsors some some anglers do want to grow their social media so some anglers are for both the tournament and their social media and some of them want to live out of this um, and that's great this is a great opportunity for them too for, I wanted to touch on something real quick because I don't want to forget if there's any clubs out there that are listening to this podcast and want to join the class of clubs which is again um, April 11th mm-hmm. if you have a club and doesn't have to be paid club it's just as long as your club has an angler of the year race you can join the we're going to get we're going to get at least 50 Hope maybe a little bit more just to make sure because not everybody's going to be able to make it so you know get a little cushion out there maybe we'll get more like 53 55 for the tournament if everybody shows up but if you're out there and you want to get your club involved if you're uh tournament director for your club or if you belong to a club and you want to get your club involved go to um you can send us an email at pnf trial or trail i'm sorry pnf trail at gmail.com just send us your club name contact name and email so we can keep you updated and get you get the number the name of your three anglers that are gonna uh you know come up and and fish the trail and also if they're gonna go pre-fish, they got the opportunity to compete as individuals. um The um, the the dates nine and ten. So the trail, the clash of clubs is gonna be the eleventh, the nine and the tenth. We're gonna have an open. If you wanna uh, be part of that, um, it's a hundred dollars for both days. Um, and if you, I think if you land in the top ten, you qualify for the kind of like our championship, right? Is it
1: yeah. the top? top so 10 with or the 10%. Um, so with the open, um the top, let's see here. I gotta go back to my notes here. <laughs> There's a lot of information this sometimes. 10, I want to make sure that, top, 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 top like that so yeah, top 10% or yeah. yeah, top 10% from the open. Um if we have 150 people, that's 15 people that were gonna be able to uh get qualified for that championship. And then uh let's see here for Then there's like the invitational that we have towards the end of the year. We'll have like the top 15% of them go on to the championship. Um, And then, you know, with our trail series, you know, we're going to have Angler of the Year points. So if you place first through fifth at any of our stops, our trail stops, you'll automatically get into the championship. And then for Angler of the Year points, if you place first through 50th, Um, you'll get to go. And then if you place 6th through 15th at any of the uh, trail events, you'll get to go to the Invitational. And also if you're 51st through 101st in AOI points, you'll also get to go to the Invitational as well. So there are definitely a lot of different opportunities uh, out there for you guys to go. you know, try your luck to get into that championship. If you don't, um, you know, make the top placements, um, or uh, you know, make top place that make the top placements in the open. So lots of uh, opportunities. But uh, we also wanted to have it to where you know you you gotta fish and participate to uh, you know earn your way out there. So yeah,
2: it's gonna be awesome. So once again, PNF paddle and PNF trails. At gmail.com, mm-hmm. so if you want to form part, whether for the Clash of clubs or individuals, um, you can email Brian Schiller there and get you signed up. That's awesome. I plan to be at the open at least
3: <laughs>
2: those two days, nine and 10. Then I told Brian I'll, I'll help out on the 11th. Um, if they need too. So we'll see. Hopefully, you know, we'll see what happens, what 2021 <laughs> has in store for us. Right. But,
1: I know. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's you gonna never be, know what's going to happen. <laughs>
2: yeah. But let's. Let's be optimistic and say it's gonna be an epic year for all kayak fishing community.
1: That's speaking, right, yeah.
2: <laughs> so speaking of kayak fishing, I know you also have your um, podcast which um, airs every other Saturday, mm-hmm. um, and I know you showcase you wanna uh, showcase a lot of times uh, female anglers and uh, outdoor women as well. So tell us a little bit about the podcast
1: um so yeah so it's uh adventures with outdoor woman segment and uh it airs every other saturday um if you do search for it you aren't going to find anything recent um mainly because uh with the move and a lot of other things going on i took a little bit of a break but uh my um podcast it will resume uh back to its normal schedule starting this saturday um so i'm gonna have another epic guest on there Um, But uh, yeah, so I kind of uh, am a little bit of a quote unquote like freelance podcaster in a sense, Um, but I do like to um, highlight and talk to the women in the uh, not only kayak fishing community, but fishing community in general, Um, just, you know, to help them, you know, tell their story, get their names out there, talk about their struggles, um, talk about their triumphs as well. And then uh, other aspects, you know, um, just talking about my story, too, and uh, my uh, journey through everything. So um, if you guys have followed along with me at all this year, uh, definitely had a lot of crazy things happen. Um, You know, I flipped my kayak. (laughs) That was uh, quite an adventure. Um, Definitely learned from that. Um, Definitely had some, uh, you know, some triumphs, triumphs. Um, And some other kind of uh, trials too, you know, towards the end of the year, um, I uh, kind of took a um, pretty hard uh, emotional beating to myself um, once uh, the championship happened for um, the club with KBL. So uh, yeah, I kind of took that one kind of hard and whatnot, but I was able to finally come out of that and be like, all right, you know what? that's, that's fishing. You know, sometimes you just got to do what you do and move on and just, you know, keep on going at it, you know, cause the the moment you let that stuff get to you or, you know, break it down, um, you know, it, it can really affect your whole mindset and your whole attitude towards everything. And it, it's okay, you know, to be in that moment and to, you know, accept defeat, but, You know, I've I've definitely, you know, learned to, you know, not try not to be as hard on myself (laughs) when it comes to some of those things, you know, so, and which is, you know, what, what 2020 in general, you know, there was just so much going on and whatnot. So there was just a lot going on, but, um, but yeah, so, um, one thing that I'm really looking forward to that I kind of talked about a little bit is, um, Uh, When I don't have uh, other ladies on the podcast, uh, I'm going to be kind of show-and-telling everybody my journey as I redo my she-shed. So with the... (laughs) Yes, I am super excited about this. So I'm going to kind of do like a a show-and-tell type thing. So like I'm going to take videos, be like, all right, here's my shed how it is now. Here's my plan And, you know, I'm going to ask for ideas and suggestions from the community, community, you know, I'm going to be like, all right, you know, if you guys had your own, she shed or man cave or whatever, to do whatever with for fishing, kayak fishing stuff, how would you do it? Or what would you suggest? Um, so yeah, I'm definitely going to be. There's a lot of uh, wood paneling all along the side. I got to take all that down and then need to redo a lot of the wiring. It's not that it's old, but um, I definitely want to put in a couple more outlets. Um, Need to put in some more lighting, like really bad. There's like one light bulb in that garage. (laughs) And I'm just like, no, (laughs) this isn't going to (laughs) work. Want to put up a ceiling fan. Um, Definitely want to get like an AC unit in there to keep it cool in the summertime. Uh, The wintertime with it being insulated, I think I'll be okay with like a uh, like a decent space heater type thing. So I don't think I have to really worry about that too much. Um, But uh, yeah, luckily my uh, family, so my dad and my brother know a lot about uh, electrical and construction and stuff like that. They can help me do a decent amount of things. But uh, yeah, I'm going to do like spray foam insulation uh, because, you know, I'm this is where I'm going to be and I'm gonna invest in it and uh, build it the way that I want. Um, So yeah, the the door on there is just like, you know, you turn the handle and you push up on it. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get a garage door opener for that. um the floor it's got kind of like a big crack right down the middle of it from like the settling of when uh the concrete was poured or whatever but like when they did the inspection they said it was fine and normal so i gotta seal that up because if you're walking on it just right you can actually kind of catch your foot on a little bit so i'm like yeah yeah i might trip on that So, but, uh, lots of, lots of work to do on it, but, uh, yeah, I definitely want to share that journey and get everybody's, uh, thoughts and opinions and suggestions for it. So I'm excited for this. <laughs> That's going to be awesome. Yep. Yep.
2: Definitely going to be awesome. Um, I know t- talking a little bit about, uh, you know, getting down in yourself and, and all that, I know, you know, as much as much fun as kayak fishing is, you know, when you're struggling out there, it could really take a toll on you psychologically oh, yeah. <laughs> and emotionally. And to me, one of the things that I was just like, hey, it beats being at work. It just any day in the water beats being at work. If I if I come in and out safely, even if I didn't catch anything, beats being at work.
1: Right. Um, oh, so
2: yeah. I I have actually one of your my favorite episodes, I think, You know, you had Sherry Carbassian on your show, right? Yes, yes. I have to talk to her because I was fishing at a lake. I'm not going to say the name of the lake, but that she's uh, she's put up godly numbers uh, as far as PBs. (laughs) And I keep going to that lake and I keep struggling. And I went today and it's like, golly, I'm not used to lakes with so much grass.
3: Mm -hmm. It is
2: grass everywhere. Everywhere. It's a pretty cool lake. It's a small lake here in Texas, and it's it's funny because they have it's a small what's pretty much a huge a, a gigantic pond. That's what I call it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it has um, uh, they stocked it with walleye, um, largemouth bass, and smallmouth bass. Nice. So it was. I ended up losing. I for once I didn't lose any lures today <laughs> which is good you know it's a you know it's 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 a great day when you're on the water but when you lose a jackhammer or a megabass you know yeah, 110 those,
0: those hurt those <laughs> hurt <laughs> oh, but <yeah.
2: laughs> but today was i did lose my anchor had to cut off my anchor oh, no! i found out that lake has some submerged. they do a lot of scuba diving they do it i have it for fire fire friend fireman Training, So I didn't know oh, nice. they have like a van, like a, like a helicopter down there, a van. And I guess my anchor got stuck on the helicopter. Oh, <laughs> wow. It's funny. Sorry. Cause I'm bringing my anchor up with the anchor wizard and it's really struggling. So I'm like, I don't want to break the anchor wizard as good as it is. So I start lifting it by hand and I, I start looking and I'm like, it's coming up, but it's like so heavy. And I looked at the fish finder. And I see this structure suspended like 10 feet below me. This huge structure, the size of my kayak. I'm like, what is that? What is it? And I would let go of my anchor. Because when I got it, it was like 50 feet deep. And I got it like almost halfway up to like 10, 15 feet. I just couldn't with the weight. Um, So I had to let it drop and then try to bring it back up. And I and I would see this huge structure just as soon as I let go of the anchor, just come back down, then come back, and then when I try to bring it up, come back up. So I ended up just cutting um because I was like, I'm gonna, I, I'm just gonna cut the line. I'm like 30 minutes into it, I'm like, it's not coming out. And whatever it is is too heavy to me for bring out. And then I was talking to one of the guys that does the maintenance, and I was telling him about it. And he's like, Oh, that's a helicopter that's there. You probably just grab one of the pieces of the helicopter. And got snacks. So I was hoisting in some section of the helicopter with me, and I could see it on my on my on my graph. I'm like, "What is this huge whatever it is below my kayak that's coming up every time I bring the kayak?" So it was funny. Oh, wow! I, I mean, was... you
1: know, Who can say that? Yeah, I uh, got my anchor snagged on a helicopter. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it was it was hilarious um so it's uh it's uh yeah it was a funny story um so i have to i had to talk to share i need to get some info on that on that because it it was a struggle (laughs) it was a struggle i don't want waypoints. i don't want who am i kidding i do want waypoints, but no (laughs) but seriously I don't want to tell me. I want to find out. Like I know where the helicopter is now. Apparently, <laughs> I might have moved it a couple of feet, but, um, um, but I know where to throw. I just need to find out what the heck is that they want. I'm not mm-hmm. used to grassy lakes.
1: Oh, I'm sure she could definitely uh, help you out with that. So yeah.
2: Speaking of your guest, um, who's been your favorite guest? If you do mind me put you on the spot. <sighs>
1: Man, of course you would ask me that. <laughs> oh favorite guest so far. Mm, man, that's a tough one because I like them all. Um I am trying to think here. Um oh.
2: A memorable episode. Let's not say yes, because
1: that's right. Memorable. Well, Emotional. shares was shares was pretty memorable because yeah. you know she talked about her uh, her story about her kind of sort of getting like kidnapped one time. I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> you know, so that was like a big shock. Um, you know, of course, you know I've talked with Kate Field. I talk with her all the time. Uh, oh, and if Kate, you guys yep. haven't uh, seen um, Christine's update, um, so she had surgery today. Yes. Um, they got in there and I guess it was a little bit more extensive than what they originally thought. So I guess they had to like repair like lead wires or something like that. So, um, she's going to have, uh, you know, some restrictions and a little bit longer recovery, but, um, as far as I know, everything else went pretty decent. Um, so yeah, definitely glad to hear that, you know, a, she was able to have her surgery and, you know, things went relatively good and at least, you know, they were able to get in there <clears throat> and see what was wrong and get it repaired and go from there. So, um, yeah, definitely uh, keep her in your thoughts and send her some yes. good vibes. <laughs> I actually um,
2: just messaged her before we started recording. So, oh, good. so Yeah, love yeah, you, I'm Catherine. Sure Hope you get better.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see here. Who else have I had on here? So oh,
2: I've had- shout out to Catherine though. By the way, Catherine, if you're listening,
1: I actually
2: caught, I did manage to catch two and I caught it on a technique and Catherine's going to love this because when I fished with Catherine on Lake Athens, another grassy lake, she was showing me a technique she uses. She uses this gamakatsu, um, um, kind of like, what do you call it? Oct- octopus? But It's not, it's not the um, it's just that circle hook, but it's a really wide. I forgot the name, I think it's, I forgot the name of the that style of hook, but it's circle, mm-hmm. you know, and it has those wires coming out so you won't get it caught in grass or at least minimize oh, yeah. cutting grass. Um, and I use her favorite um soft plastic rim, the Z Man Zinker.
3: Yeah. So I
2: bought, I want, um, I got uh a couple of bags of that seaman zinker so i did manage my only two fish came on that z-man zinker um with the uh that gamakatsu um circle ring with the, you know weightless like she taught me in lake athens so <laughs> thank you Catherine.
1: <laughs> Shout very out nice to you. you
2: saved me from being, getting skunk so
1: <laughs> very nice um but yeah let's see here um Katie Baca was another one that I had on there um she's awesome like she's one of the most memorable ones on there that I had because after we were done recording we literally talked for like, Gosh, I don't know. Like, we talked for probably, like, five hours total because we had the podcast itself that we recorded for, and we ended up talking till like, almost midnight. It was awesome. (laughs) I know, right? Right? You know, because, like, sometimes, you know, you you get done, and most of the time people are like, all right, well, you know, time to go to bed or whatever. Like, okay, you know. But, like, we were just, we we just kept on talking about stuff and everything. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. before I knew it, I was like, oh, holy crap, it's, like, midnight. (laughs) So that one was definitely memorable um aaron mathis you know she's always a hoot to uh to chat with as well um you know of course you know i've had um other non-ladies as well um uh, my good buddy titus um i've had him on there um i had uh, rob wendell uh who kind of uh has been uh showing and teaching me you know um uh, salmon fishing uh, Tracy Joseph, uh, Oliz—you guys know her, old lady angler. Um, I've had her on. Um, let's see here. I'm trying to think who else. I know I've had some other ladies. I had Mel. I had.
2: By the way, that salmon run really took the sting out of the the angler of the year race, didn't it?
1: Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! I saw the
2: pictures. Yeah
1: the, I'm like, the just, Quinn is uh, back. Right? <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm still waiting for my video from Catch. If I ever get it, you know, let's hope I get it soon. But regardless, um the the best hands down, the best experience from that was uh, you know, Titus had come up to uh fish with us on that Sunday, and he had never salmon fished in his life. And not only did I get him in my Hobie, which he had never been in, but he landed his first salmon ever. And we all got it on video. And, oh, my God, it was amazing. Like, I still go back and watch that video because I'm just like, oh, my God, I just so awesome. <laughs> and just his reaction is just so priceless, too, because he's just like, oh, my God, I'm going on a sleigh right here it's just so awesome it's just yeah that was just hands down like one of the best like memorable experiences i've had and just i was just so glad that he was able to get on a fish and land a fish and just have that experience so and of course you know i mean catching a salmon is always a good time too so <laughs>
2: yeah definitely i'm gonna have to, i'm gonna have to crash that party next year
1: uh, you might see me yeah. there Heck be like, yeah. hey
2: Susie. We're like, who's fighting this guy?
1: <laughs> right.
2: Be stalking your social media. When is he going? When is he going? <laughs> I would love to do that. That'd be awesome.
1: It's it's awesome. You gotta like I'm I'm already planning uh, when I'm probably gonna be going up uh, next year, because <clears throat> the tournament is usually held the Saturday after Labor Day, which is actually when our championship is going to be going on, which is fine, because, I mean, the salmon run, it, it can last for, like, you know, a month, um, so I'll probably go up there um, the weekend before championship and spend probably, you know, three, four days up there um, salmon fishing just so I can, you know, get my fix in, <laughs> so... But, yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be a good time. It always is. It's going to be awesome.
2: Definitely. I might sign up for that, if you don't I mind. Get,
1: uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm thinking about doing, you know, like a Airbnb house and just getting a bunch of people to come up and just share a place. And that's going to be right on the water. Because, I mean, all the rivers that are off of Lake Michigan up in that area, you, you could just, like, go up on the river and you'll catch them up there. I mean, it's yeah. You don't have to go out on the big lake to get them.
2: Nice. That's gonna be epic. Heck awesome. yeah. What uh, what can we expect for um, coming up in in your podcast?
1: Uh, let's see here. So yep, I've got my uh uh epic guest uh coming up this Saturday. Um, I won't give any spoilers away yet. Uh. But she- <laughs> She's actually not a angler so uh talking to a lady of the fishing world she's actually from wisconsin that's all i'll say (laughs) um mm -hmm, yep and uh yeah so i've got uh her lined up and i'm trying to get some other ladies on for future shows and uh yeah my following my journey with my she shed uh construction and build and yeah that's uh definitely what you guys can look forward to so i'm excited (laughs)
2: I bet. I bet. It's, it's exciting stuff. It's coming out. 2021 is going to be epic. That's right. Epic. That's also, right. Susie, thank you so much for blessing my segment. <laughs> I really appreciate it.
1: You're welcome, man. Anytime.
2: We love, I love talking to you. Um, and thank you for, you know, bringing professionalism and seriousness to this podcast. I know it's lacking. Without you, we'd be lost. We'd be <laughs> right? just a Bunch of idiots. Just...
1: Somebody's gotta keep you boys in check. Yes. So, who
2: better than the queen? <laughs> but right. really, Susie, thank you so much for joining the podcast. I really appreciate it of joining my segment of the podcast. It's been awesome having you. Um, again, congratulations, new job, new house, um, a new trail that you're gonna be directing. Um, so it's gonna be an epic year. Uh. And uh, we we'll look forward to it. We're going to look forward to your podcast as well every other Saturday, Adventures of Outdoor Women. Check it out. For those out there listening, oh, before I let you go, Susie, I need to give you a chance to do your shameless plugs and your plugins and thank everybody that you want to thank. Thank You want to thank Adam for the letting you have your she-cave. <laughs> want to thank Toby, whatever you want to thank. Go ahead.
1: Uh, Yeah, definitely. Um, So, first and foremost, uh, definitely got to thank uh, Quest Water Sports. Um, They're my Hobie dealers. Uh, Dakota Lithium Batteries, uh, Bassett Baits, Terny Tag, uh, Catch Products, uh, She Angler Customs, of course, Paddle and Fin Podcast, uh, Kistler Rods uh let's see here i'm sure i'm probably forgetting somebody else right now um those are big ones and of course you know the one and only adam roloff (laughs) as well my husband (laughs) uh so yeah well great job for everybody that
2: uh makes it it makes your life easier makes this possible better for us we're all better for it that's right So once again, Susie, thank you so much for those out there listening. Once again, you're listening to Bass Kayak and Beer segment presented by Douglas Rods. So be safe out there if you're going to be in the water. Uh, winter is coming. Uh, not nah, that sounds cliche. It sounds like Game of Thrones. <laughs> it is. Winter is coming. And, you know, keep in mind uh, all the uh, take the necessary precautions, especially on winter, if you're going to be going to be out there fishing you know 120 rule i probably tired of me saying it on my podcast but really it's uh it's it's it, it's never too much um always take, take your, your safety serious yeah take your safety seriously um i think this year we were up to like 22 people I, last count i heard that uh fortunately, um, Passed away um, oh, wow. kayak fish or, or kayak related activities.
3: Yeah. So,
2: again, please take care. Wear your PFDs. Keep in mind the 120 rule. And again, thank you for listening. Have a great night. Tight lines, y'all.
3: on all your jig and tackle needs.